0: it's july 7 2021 and you're watching the awesome 10x u.s market update or global market update so we're gonna discuss what happened last night you saw a lot of chinese stocks got decimated and um here's how hedge funds feel about it hedge funds see that their winning dd fell 20 percent on a china crackdown Tiger Global, Co2 Third Point were very early Diddy investors, and these investors actually still made money even on that drop. Nonetheless, it highlights the country's regulatory crackdowns as a sign that Chinese stocks as a whole in the long term may have a difficulty rising to the valuations of the U.S. Fam gas because of this huge political risk. No doubt, um, Tuesday's decline, the company was valued at $60 billion, even from a down $8, 7, $8.75 billion. Um, that is still huge. Uh, the, the people who invested are still up sharply. But yun nga, <clears throat> the question is, how could somebody, especially Americans, invest in Chinese stocks if these things are going to constantly happen? john paulson invested 100 million dollars in dd through an irish affiliate between 2016 and 2018. that means that he purchased um, also shares of, of about 9 million dollars at the 50 peso 93 uh, sorry three cents level let's take a look at what exactly is hounding this entire chinese movement because uh, for just a single day the entire Chinese market cap fell $870 billion. So not just one stock. I'm talking about the entire um, Chinese market cap, like your Chinese technology. So um, DD Global got listed. As you, as you were saying, 20 fell down to 12. Um, for all you know, tonight it goes to the 8th so let me take a i, I didn't really explore dd the, the the moment that i saw 60 billion dollars valuation i was like what the, i won't pay 60 billion dollars for this so i never really got screwed here however of course um there are other chinese companies that i did like and i talked about in the chinese asymmetric upside which is now hitting a downside but what am i doing what should any awesome 10X investor do i'll share to you after i read the news Okay, um, Newswise says here that China's campaign is imposing tougher controls on the nation's tech firms accelerated late last year as country is recovering from the impact of the pandemic. Authorities are der- derailing what would have been the world's largest IPO, that's the Ant Group share sale. This move was at a detriment for global investors such as Carlisle and Warburg Pincus, who actually invested 500, at least $500 million each on this Ant Group, which is Alibaba-backed. The demise of Ant's $35 billion dual Shanghai and Hong Kong listing at the 11th R was seen as a powerful broadside on the fintech sector. President Xi Jinping said he would go after these so-called platform companies amassing data, market power, covering a range of firms from Didi, Food Delivery Giant, Meituan, even e-commerce leaders like JD.com. This crackdown has weighed heavily Alibaba, Tencent, your big companies, Baidu, Kuaishou, let me show to you the impact, okay? Um, let's take a look at some slides that I have. Chinese, HK Chinese stocks. Okay, so... I've been reading a lot of news, so I'm going to share to you a few things. Investors are likely to take a sell-first, stock-later approach to limit the risks in their portfolio, said Justin Tang, the head of Asian research at United First Partners in Singapore. Stock prices are likely to be driven by near-term sentiment swings, opposed to company fundamentals, Shi, Courtesy, a Zurich-based fund manager at GAM Investment Management, wrote in an email. Chinese tech giants lost over $800 billion in value since February, from Tencent, $300 billion, Alibaba, almost $200 billion, Meituan, nearing $100 billion, Tuo, Kuaishou, JD, Baidu, Xiaomi. So, the Hang Seng Index, members including many of China's big tech, as much as 2% fell on Wednesday, poised for the sixth consecutive day of declines. Tencent and Meituan among the largest big decliners in the Hang Seng Index. No one is spared. China's largest internet giants are joining Alibaba in a broad tech sell-off. The Hang Seng Index, down 31% from its February high, Investors in China accounting for about a third of turnover in Tencent shares this year became net sellers of the stock in June. Although the long-term future of Chinese tech remains, it will be caveat emptor for investors in the near term. Okay, so um, let's show to you how huge these Chinese drops are in chart fashion. So Tencent, 700 HK, no matter if um, their businesses are doing very well, the stock price is not reflective of the business, so is it an opportunity? We think so. So Tencent has fallen. You can see from a high of eight hundred down to about four hundred. Well, not yet four hundred. It's now hitting at five hundred forty-three or down thirty percent. Now it doesn't look nice in the short term, but take a look at the long term. Tencent is a company wherein you could have invested about twenty years ago. Yes. It was listed a long time if you were even like uh, NASPERS who invested a lot during that time. But let's just say you're looking at the monthly. Tencent is a monopoly. So let's say you invested 10 years ago or 20 or just about 2013, somewhere here. So your cost is about 50. It's now 544. It's still a 10x. So in fact, um, Tencent had published Honor of Kings. The numbers was actually not bad. So um, I'm not here to give you a rundown on why you're investing in Tencent. I should hope that you already understand that. But this drop is more of an opportunity. So okay, let's take a look. 30%, can it realistically go down? 50%, how far can it fall? Okay, there are some supports here at about 524. Let's say it breaks down. There's also another support at 474. And then finally here at about 400 areas. So let's want let's assume that you are so bearish. You've got a very strong support at four hundred dollars, which is about a fifty percent decline in terms of magnitude of fall. Ten cent is not the biggest drop because um, it was Alibaba that was first punished. So from a from a from a consolidation magnitude um, or duration perspective, Alibaba has been falling not just this year but since October last year. So let's say it does fall. How low can Alibaba go? It's currently 211 The support could be somewhere here about $180. So the thing about Alibaba is that even if their growth has been more than 50% year over year, sometimes 80% in some of their uh, businesses, like the Tencent Cloud and even Alibaba Cloud Computing, both growing tri- triple digits. Uh, and of course, for, for Tencent, they've been growing t- triple digits in their game acquisitions. I mean you've seen how Fortnite grew over the last 5 to 10 years. Uh, sorry, not 10 years. Fortnite was like 2018. So, 18, 19, 20, 21. So, 4 years. Okay, um, either way, if you understand the businesses that you're buying, you're actually not afraid of drops. So, I'm just here to tell you the supports. Alibaba has a support here at 180, but a strong resistance in the short term at about 230 to 240. So, what the AwesomeTenics people did was, we played the way the markets will give. It's fairly clear that there will be premiums uh, that you can collect by selling calls here about 230 to 240, and um, you can also sell puts here about 180. Meaning, you assume that Alibaba, since it's a long term stock, there will always be a buyer at 180, and there will also be a seller at 240. Knowing that could happen for the next three to six months or even 12 months, what will you do? Collect premiums. So, selling calls and selling puts means that you're collecting premiums. Um, and it's very normal that um, the people who are bearish a company could actually sell a call they don't need to sell a put if they're not uh, bullish in the company if they're just bearish the natural way is that they'll sell call at 240 or even 260 strikes right now because a lot of the consensus is bearish you won't get a lot of good yields the yields for the for the sell call on pintuoto is roughly the two percent yield even if you're just waiting for about three months so um Yield-wise, it's not a lot, but it's decent enough for you to manage your drawdowns. Uh, Let's say you're selling um, 5 contracts or 10 contracts, that's possible. So one contract is to sell 100 shares of Alibaba. So that's something you have to understand. Baba, Baidu. So Baidu and Xiaomi were less affected. And I can say that the reason why Baidu um, has not been affected was the fact that it fell 50% already. If you can recall, Baidu fell 50% due to the ARC-EGO fund liquidation. Baidu was part of that, the Bill Bill Huang moment. And so most of the drop for Baidu has happened not because of this DD Global but because of that arc Ego's fund. So from 260, it quickly uh, dropped to 180, and you're seeing right now actually more of a general doldrums, like 180, 180. There's another triple bottom again at 175 or 180. So that's what's expected for these Chinese tech, not to go dive down all the way, but to actually just be in a sleepy path. So uh, Baidu is sleeping here at 180 to 225, what is it that if it's in a sideways market, what should you do? sell high strikes sell calls 230 240 for baidu sell puts here about 175 or 160. collect premiums both ways and you collect it and then done you make money that way so let's say two percent yield here perhaps here about three to five percent yield overall you'll still make money even when the company's just sleeping especially if you have owned the shares already so options is really a way to generate income when the company is doing sideways movement and um the the best case of course is since you're bullish if it hits that uh, 240 dollars, sell call that's a covered call anyway you just pay your sh- you give your shares back to the market at 240 and your sell puts will expire worthless anyway you have shares so it's not problem you're still profit and then if you know that's already up up and away then you'll just buy the shares at 240 and above so no problem really okay so that's buy do This is what's happening with JD. Everyone's gotten affected. So you're seeing that um, JD, no matter if we saw 500 million uh, milestone and trillions of dollars if you won, the market doesn't care about fundamentals. That's what you'll see. So, um, this is actually an opportunity when the market doesn't care about fundamentals because any dips here is your uh, chance to load up in a really great company. Wouldn't you want to buy Facebook during the Cambridge Analytica scandal during the digital advertising boycott, which you knew had no effect in the ter- in terms of fundamental firepower and moat that uh, Facebook had so same thing uh same thing j d where's the support? you've got a lot of support here about seventy or sixty, so you can sell calls at about 80 to 90 and then sell puts here about 69 to 59. That's one of the ways that you can do it. Now, um, I've noticed that um, China companies actually fell specifically Doyu. Let me explain to you why this stock fell 20% down and why we're continuing to hold. Yes, it didn't go up, it fell down, but we held on to our Doyu. What can we say about Doyu? There was a blockage of the Doyu Huya merger. So, for a while now, Tencent wanted to merge these two for, the, for, 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 for domination in esports. Uh, let me read to you, Tencent-backed Douyu still wants to merge, this was March, with Huya despite government antitrust concerns. So, Douyu and Huya are ranked number one and number two as China's top video streaming sites for gamers. They actually hold 90% of the market. Chinese market regulators previously expressed concerns over this potential ma- merger. Guys, uh, if you're thinking about social media, Yu, Hu, in terms of esports, the winners are Douyu, Huya, and Bilibili. So, to be honest, the drop in Douyu, while it's cataclysmic, I lost a lot there. To me, it doesn't matter. It's just an end day drop. I have a sell call position in Douyu at 7.5. And then, um, if this drops all the way to $4, at some point, you know, there are people, people who are believing in esports and they'll, they'll, they'll buy the dips. So example, if the dip is four or, or three, I don't know how low it goes. But um, the uncertainty will be over if the people actually just give time. So what I noticed is that last two years ago when there was a Hong Kong democracy problem and people were afraid of Nike having these scandals, what happened? Take a look at 2019. This is not the first rodeo that U.S. has with Chinese companies. It was always there. 2019. Can you recall why there was a drop during this time? June 2019 for Nike. Why is Tesla going down last night? Also because of China. Because Chinese EVs are preferred rather than uh, supporting um, Tesla. Because Tesla is um, it's a tight race. Because China wants to help their locals. The point is that if you're thinking about the short term, all of these are just noise, noise. So, um, so investing in Chinese electric vehicles is a no-brainer. Of course, you've got many winners: Twelve Eleven, XPeng Neo. Last night, another news fraud that XPeng is listing in Hong Kong, and um, the XPeng stock actually is listed as well in U.S. So it's dual listed Chinese electric cars. Xpeng listed last year, 2020, and then this one went from 20 to as much as 70, fell down to 40, and then actually not just 40, fell down to 24, and now trading at 44. Now, at 44 to 48, you know, you know that 100% move in a single two months is not gonna last. It's not true that we don't believe in electric vehicles, but knowing Chinese cars, it's likely to be volatile. So, um, Xpeng, what we do here is we trim some at 44. And then we even acknowledge making sell calls at $60 strike. That's one way that I taught them. Um, and then um, you can actually try to sell puts at $32. So sell puts $32 because I like to buy Xpeng at $32. Whether I can get it or not, I'll still collect the premium. So in China, um, it's all about just knowing how to balance. tua is falling down last night, back to about $113. For most people, they're sad because that's the support. 113 is the support since May 11, the time that the U.S. bought them. So JD, Pintuotuo, Baba, these are the biggest e-commerce sites in China that are getting killed because of this DD Global, which has nothing to do, by the way, with the business of Pintuatu. Pintuatu just reached more than... Um, their sales was uh, 100 billion yuan. No, no, no. It's 1 trillion yuan. Anyway, I I sometimes forget the numbers, but it's always triple digits for Pintoto. And the growth is just going to be bigger because they want to be the largest ag-tech platform. As long as you know what you own, not a problem. So what happens with Pintoto? If hundred thirteen breaks, where's the next support? I'd say there's a support here at about 99 and another support here at 79. So news, news, that's all. Let's read further. There's a Chinese firm that's acquiring a UK large chip plant. It is state-backed. So July 7, Wingtech Technology, backed by the Chinese Communist Party, um, just bought Dutch chip firm Nexperia. This is the UK's largest chip plant. 30% of Wingtech's shares can be traced to the Chinese government. The Chinese owner wants to buy and um, will it be blocked? Chinese Wingtech is acquiring Newport Wafer Fab for 63 million pounds, this is under significant state influence, carrying out Chinese investments and acquisitions for governments. Okay, um, the state-owned-backed uh, government um, has links to wuxi kuo Lian, Kunming Industrial Development Equity Partnership, and uh, Wingtax shares, respectively. So a lot of uh, businesses in China has huge relationships with the Chinese government. So there are concerns. There's always concerns. That's why UK is afraid. On, uh, on selling their assets to China. Okay, um, UK lo- lawmakers are, um, are concerned that the deal, that the deal, um, could be a strategic important asset to their country and semiconductors are small pieces of silicon, a crucial technology powering everything from cars, planes, computers, missiles, hence Silicon Valley. um, so right now, the world is just at a dilemma because the Chinese government is snapping up stakes worldwide. European semiconductor firms, Chinese take back the semiconductor firm Tsinghua, acquired French chipmaker Lin Shenz. So what does, what does all these tell you? It tells you that semiconductors as a group is to be priced and to be bought. So a few semiconductors that you already know is NVIDIA. Still going all-time highs, 827. Any dips is still gonna be bought. Uh Silinx, which is now partnered partner with AMD, also gonna go higher and higher. So the semiconductor sector as a whole is going up. Although I never discussed Qualcomm to you. This was an awesome 10x pick. Qualcomm here well, 141 is expected to rise to $170. Um, in general, um, I never covered a lot, but Corvo is also gonna lead. Corvo and Skywork still going to hit all-time highs. Any dips are going to be bought. So you're noticing a trend here. Some people don't want to think about a stock. They just want to look at the index. So this is the uh, semiconductor group, SOX. All-time highs, right? So even better than the S&P 500, even better than the, uh, than the NASDAQ. So follow the money, it just tells you that a lot of money is being made in semiconductors. And therefore, those who have semiconductors are just wanting to buy dips if there ever are dips. Um, In general, the market is bullish. I would say that last night, the only sector that was weak was China. Chinese-related investments had a hit. um, But I feel that it's just a temporary hit. Temporary meaning 6 months, maybe 12 months um because you can't deny the strength of the growth um you just can't deny a fact so um so and, you know um if charlie munger invested a lot in alibaba at 3 times pe multiple i don't think it's he, he's wrong he he could he couldn't care less honestly he'll die with alibaba he's what 90 years old i mean even if he is able to last 100 years old and more he'll have his alibaba Your position is going to stay there because it's a stake in the largest cloud computing, largest e-commerce, largest venture-backed company in the entire, in entire China, not just China, but also Southeast Asia. So you have to study your, your, your companies. So that's an AHT. AHT had a huge fall. Uh, What we did with AHT was we sold calls. Ashford actually fell 40-50% in a single day. So this one, we we got a hit here. Uh, We got hit here, but I mitigated my loss by selling a huge amount of calls. So I sold a lot of Ashford calls at 7.5 and 10, way before the hit. Actually, I was selling it um, Friday palang. So last night, I sold more. The reason why I sold was because I noticed that at $5, there could be some drops. So... Uh, $4.50 and $5, I was actually thinking maybe Ashford will fall. I didn't know they would fall $3 or $2.50. Um, I just thought that if the market was a little bit shaky, topish a bit, it might make sense to sell calls. That's why in Friday, I thought about the the rationale of why selling calls works. It wasn't about just HD. I, I mean, I sold calls on Ashford, QuantumScape, Uh, Editas, I'd say every almost everything. It's not, it's not really specific to Ashford. With Ashford, the reason for the drop was there was a plan of a reverse split and there was this company for the 40 million shares. In the short term, like I'm talking about until December, I don't think Ashford will break 7.5. So I said to everyone, since we don't think this is not since we don't think Ashford will go all-time highs for the next 6 months, it just makes sense to collect the premiums. I got $1.25 for Ashford premiums. I also started to sell further at 80 cents. I think like if you have a super high strike of nearing all-time highs, it's almost close to impossible not to make money. So just collect so men so much premiums from Ashford. Um so for Ashford, all I did was um sell a lot of calls at 7.5 strike December. You can also sell calls at 10 strike. Um I'm not sure if I shared it here for free. This is my faces trader account. That's true, this one. I also made a naked sell call at $70 strike for uh, Virgin Galactic Space. Here. There you go. See, I shared it. We shorted 7.5 August 20 at .84. We shorted December 17, 7.5 sell call at 1.25. Um sun Dial, shorted it. ASTS, shorted it. Negative, 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 negative. That means a is a sell call. So, CSIQ, I shorted at 50. So, I expect them to expire by August 20. So, this one with Sun Power, I could be wrong here. For Sun Power, the reason why I could be wrong is that for Canadian Solar and Sun Power, I think that they are bullish in the sense that Sun Power is probably going to break 31 within the month. So, Yeah. That's why there's a negative here. But it's okay because this is a covered call. These are actually covered calls. The naked sell calls here is do Sundial as well. So, yeah. I think like in general, if you are so confident that the market would sell it off, you can just sell call in DD. That's one thing to do. I didn't check how much, but uh, perhaps because it was down a lot, you, you won't get a lot of premium with DD. Yun. But with EHT, I was surprised. Ashford was giving something like 10% yield. I mean, 80 cents versus 7.5. That's more than 10%. And then $1.25 versus 7.5. That's like more than 15%. So take advantage of sell calls if you, if, you, if, you, if you got a hit. Because that's the way to actually recover all of your unrealized losses so far. Anyway, I think that Ashford as a whole is a distressed asset. Although it might not go 7.5 in the near term, at 2.5, I'm not buying yet. I want to see how it really consolidates. But is there value in it? Yeah, undoubtedly. I think Ashford, all of their hotels, has value. Have no problem actually buying any drops. It's just that right now, I haven't bought it. I mean, I am a naked sell call on Ashford. I haven't bought the shares to back up my naked sell call yet. I think it's too early to say it, so that's it. Yun lang. Hope you have a good day. Um, I know that the market is a little bit um, scary for others because they find NASDAQ going up, up, and away. Last night, there was news about Andy Jassy. Amazon just hit 3.7. So, in general, um, it's very tough to actually um, assume the market, uh, the market strength is so huge uh, that people are really scared investing. That's why all I tell them is, in the next ten years, your your decisions are simple. Um, U.S. is the heart of innovation in the entire world, and um, China does also have innovative co- companies. It's just that it's always a regulatory concern. So my money will always have U.S. and China because I love innovation. Lots of uh, lots of ass pissing. Uh, it's a it's a it's a pissing contest right now between China and U.S. So if you're gonna. Um, if you If you are so afraid of the noise, you'll never get the 10x moves. That's it. thank you. bye bye.